0: Oh, man. Jared, how you doing?
1: Good. We're not winning the league.
0: No, it uh, turns out that we're not. Um, I thought we were going to win the quadruple, but now I'm, I think I'm going to have to lower my, my visions to the treble. Maybe. Seems um, fair. The treble being um, getting either 6th, 8th, or 10th place. That's the <laughs> treble. Those are the three options that we have. We're in contention um, for it yeah yeah so uh, well first of all it's good to see you it's been a long time since you and i potted together likewise
1: you're a bit of a world traveler so it's been a minute
0: yeah yeah i mean it, you know I've, I've been gone a while i'm back in my lair and uh and you know i gotta say uh arsenalistically uh i'm not happy to be here um all the other areas of my life are good right now i mean i you know i'm hanging with my son again my wife is wonderful Uh, We're all good. We're getting ready for Thanksgiving. But, uh, you know, I I, I go to London. I win. I win. I win. Um, And, yeah, I win. I won those games. I defeated Aston Villa uh, three to one. We needed you at Anfield tonight. I did. I did. And, and, you know, Mike comes home. And here we go. Uh, I mean, look, Liverpool are better than us. Uh, I would say they're more polished than us. They're incisive. They're intelligent uh they're certainly well coached and as i often say i mean they are absolutely devoid of any level of ruth they are so ruthless uh when when they're in the mood and and you know meanwhile as we continue to show we've got your your baby ruth we've got your dr ruth we got ruth chris steakhouse um and you know Rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. But we were so full of Ruth today, and I think that was the difference between the games. So, um, you know, real quick, before we before we bring on, uh, speaking of Aston Villas, before we bring on Aston uh, to join us from the from the, from the red room, um, who I know will uh, is A, wearing the same shirt that I am, and B, will have a lot to say about this game. Um, I mean, Aston and I are essentially twinning. Today in every possible way, you will not be able to tell the difference between the two of us.
1: Indistinguishable,
0: in, indistinguishable in 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 every fashion. Um, your 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 just overall thoughts on uh, on on the game, what it means. I mean, we'll, we'll dive we'll deep dive into some of the topics. I have some some areas to focus on. But uh, how how are you feeling after this one? Are you gut punch or or are you still on track?
1: Definitely not a gut punch. I think it like you kind of alluded to it proved what we already knew that Liverpool is really really good and they're in a different place than we are. Um, You know, when you look at our expectations for the season, this isn't one where we were going to win the league. Our goal should be, I think, to get in the top four. And, you know, I don't think today really changes that at all. A loss at Anfield certainly isn't going to take us out of contention. We're not losing points to the field in that aspect. It's exceptionally rare they're they're dropping any points at home. So it's disappointing. My feelings on it now versus 40 minutes into the game are, are quite different. You know, I kind of already think about it is, how did we look before the Liverpool second goal and how do we look after because it's a, a complete 180. So kind of a lot to unpack there's a there's a lot to go through there was a, a lot of good talking points from today. So I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to getting some people on especially Aston. I know he's always uh, up for a good conversation about Arsenal.
0: Yeah, and you talk about unpacking. I mean, the one thing when, when yeah, I haven't moved house a lot, um, you know, we've lived in the same place for twenty-four years. That that will be changing over the next few years. But uh, when I'm unpacking, I like to I like to have as many people help unpack as possible, right? Um, because I have what they call uh, an inability to do physical labor. Uh, it's this medical condition that I have, and and so I, I have other people do it. So, um, so who better to unpack? Uh, then, Mr. Aston Mac. Um, hey guys, I'm, how you doing? I'm, I'm, Everybody, I'm doing keeping the right. chins up. I'm headed down to Florida uh, next week, uh, so if you if you notice this weird aroma, uh, I won't be anywhere near Orlando. But if you notice the you know the the, 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 the earth shaking under your feet, uh, that's, that's
2: oh, I, I just assumed you'd be sneaking up behind me constantly. I always think you're over my shoulder anyway.
0: Well, as long as you, as long as you're prepared for that, you can't, you can't go wrong because you never, you never know where I'm going to be. Magic Mike shows up on his, uh, on his uh, mystical tour.
2: Yeah, Ma- Magic Mike does not simple. Magic Mike does not announce his appearance before he shows up. He simply be ex beams himself into existence where he needs to be, and that exactly. is how it is.
0: I I I, show, I I am I make Waldo look like a like a like a lazy, <laughs> like he just sits on the couch and and, and I
1: make Carmen San Diego look like she she lost her passport. Um, yeah, you can just tell his presence is coming. It's like the scene in Jurassic Park when they're in the van and you just see the water ripple and everyone just gets that that feeling. You can just tell there's something in the air that Mike's on his way into town. And,
2: and, and then I, I lean in the- and I'm just like, Mike doesn't want to be fed. Mike <laughs> wants to hump. <laughs> I need hugs.
0: Um, <laughs> I uh, the, the last the last thing about me, because this is this is about supposed to be about Arsenal, the, the, my favorite thing, Magic Mike-wise, I mean, if you know the reason why I, I, I'm called that, I didn't give that name to myself. Kevin Campbell did. And when Kevin Campbell gives you a nickname that sticks, you keep it. But in some of the YouTube stuff I posted of my vlogs and, and travels, which there's more on the way as soon as I have time to edit it, um, I, the, like 50% of the comments are like, who the fuck calls themselves magic? Mike? <laughs> like like, like <laughs> what kind of ass are you that you call yourself at? And I'm like, yeah, if I came up with that, that would be pretty obnoxious. So every few weeks I have to remind people that it's uh, you know, yes, I have an enormous head in every conceivable theoretical and physical way, but, uh, but, but that, that wasn't my doing. So Aston uh, Liverpool for Arsenal nil. Um, yeah. You like to you, you like to deep dive, uh, so so let's let's see it.
2: I mean, it, it it sucks. It's really one of those things that I really hope um, we were talking. I mean, everybody was talking before this game that we hope that this is that if we do get rolled over, if we do get defeated, that this doesn't like stop the momentum. But listen, I I understand what you're saying there, D'Souza. You're saying that we had a full uh, we had a full squad, but the thing is, is our full squad isn't up to the level yet and the issues that are the issues that have been hanging over the squad are still there. They've just been papered over by, by the fact that we've had, uh, uh, listen, go ahead, ding the bell, ding the bell, trust the process. Okay. Because what's happened is we have revolutionized and changed our defense completely today. Actually, you know, even though we conceded four goals for like, 35 minutes, Liverpool could not push uh, their center backs past the, up to the halfway line where they like to play. They couldn't. They had to go long over and over again, and then they kept getting mad because every time they would go long to Mane and Saleh in the beginning, we were completely covering them. The issue is, is it as it's been, and, and we all know the issue because we've spent the most in Europe fixing other issues in the squad, high turnover, but well, we don't have great passers of the ball on the pitch. We don't. I mean, I love Emmy. I love Saka, but they are not passers of the ball. They're dribblers. They're meant to receive the ball on a turn and run. They, they're not necessarily going to make the killer pass that you would see out of a Ramsey or a Kazorlo or an Ozil or an Arteta. And that's where the key issue. That's where the key issue is. Once they figured out that that we couldn't play through, the, that that they could play through us through the midfield. Which, let's be honest, today party had a shocker. There was no party time today, right? <laughs> like uh, he 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 does this. He, it was a pity party. <laughs> yeah, it was a pity party, right? He he. What, it, it tends to be when he comes back from injury, his first couple of games suck. It kind of reminds me of Ramsey. You remember Ramsey used to do that too. He'd get injured. And then like the first game he'd come back, he'd make some like horrendous, like you're like, what are you doing? And it's then the, the next anti, game he'd be like back to Ramsey.
0: It's the anti-Jaka. Cause like Jaka will come back. I mean, it's not usually injury. It's suspension.
2: Uh,
0: <laughs> he'll, he'll come back from suspension or something like that and have like an amazing game. Like he was, And, and then, and then they get progressively worse as he plays more and more. So, so Partey <laughs> and, and Jaka are the inverse situation yeah I mean
3: yeah
2: exactly and that and that's what it comes down to is like if you want to understand we are playing a possession-based type game without a midfield that can hold the ball that that's just what it comes down to and unfortunately this is now the second game we've seen Samby become a complete passenger to and as much as we hate him I do not want to see him play for us again I don't I don't like Jaka. we all know that but in the back we had Gabrielle and Ramsdale telling people what to do in the front. Abba and Laka ran their socks off, but in the middle there was no one saying anything or telling anyone where to be. I can't tell you how many times once they figured out that they could pass the ball between Smith row and Samby, that's just what they did. They're just like, okay, cool. We can just pass this ball right here all day because they, you know, they, they weren't on it. And then unfortunately, um, and I don't want to speak of him in a bad light because he's been such a bright, shining star. But Smith-Rowe just wasn't at it today. He just wasn't. Yeah, Smith- that's was, going to happen, well, guys. It's, it's, it's what, what happens with a young team. This isn't a team that's going to win the league this year. This is a team that's going to win the league, that we're building to win the league in future years. There are still pieces missing to this team.
1: I agree. And I think my kind of overarching thought after watching the game is is twofold one Liverpool is a much more mature team than we are they're an experienced team and you know when you have young players like that you can't expect them to perform at that level consistently every time as much as we love it there's a reason that Liverpool and th- we're the youngest team in the league by far and that's with starting 230 plus strikers and there's kind of ups and downs that go along with that there's a there's an issue with the maturity and the experience which kind of You know, I, I didn't, I personally, I didn't want Lukanga and Tavares in the starting lineup. I would have went with Tierney and Maitland Niles for that reason. You know, we, we went the other way and, you know, had they come out and played a great game, people would have said it was a brilliant choice and this will springboard them, you know, up a level, but it, it just didn't hit the mark and not unexpectedly. So Liverpool's a fantastic team. I think they have the best 11 in the premier league and one of the best starting 11s in the world. So I'm not super disappointed with today's game. Mm -hmm overall but there are definitely some pieces to work on and also i think klopp did what he does he game planned i think specifically in the first half to try and take some of our effective players out to try and limit thomas party and limit emil smith rowe and they did both of those things fantastically they were both ghosts in the first half listen I think to a this lot time of that of possession. kind of their game plan
0: listen to this time of possession in the first half um you know who scored does a pretty good job of of i mean they must have like the like this massive chess clock where they just hit the player. And you know be, because they've got the hundred percent possession, they they do it to percentages for every for all 22 players on the pitch, and if you do the math, in the first half, ESR's total possession 38 seconds, and that doesn't mean ball at feet. That means ball is his. Like that could be the ball. You know he's running onto the ball. That's possession. So so 38 seconds ESR, 70 seconds for Thomas Partey. Uh, Abba was 43 mm-hmm. seconds, but half of that was spent off sides. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the long, the, the most possession we had from any player was lakanga at just over two minutes, which was like lower than anybody on Liverpool. I mean, they 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 took the players out of the game that we've been utilizing to to get the job done over the last month or yeah. two, and 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 you can't. I mean, it, it it was masterful, and 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 it gives us a template upon which to try to counteract as we get better
2: well it's like we've been saying right they're a young team and i mean emmy doesn't know what to do in a situation when he's being played like that he doesn't know what to do yet now he does if you look by the end of the game emile smith rowe was starting to drift inwards was starting to swap sides with Sokka, swap positions with odegaard play more centrally play in that hole that, that um they were leaving because Abba was be stretching them to the left but he does he, he needs to that's not something that you can just like pick up magically you know one day and then just do every every time that comes with experience what I want to say to Alex in the um, in, in the chat he's saying like why are we losing the ball like that all the time it's really this simple. And I know it's gonna sound way too simple. It's gonna sound like there should be uh it's because we played four, three, three against four, two. No, 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 no. The reason why we lost the ball so much is because our players are not as technically gifted as they used to be. So that means when they have a first touch, they don't they're not they are not confident in passing the ball quickly. And usually we rely on our dribblers to dribble out. You'll actually even notice that when we had like our best our best passer of the ball is Ben White in defense, for one, and and, and you'll notice that when he's on the ball staring down like Sadio Mane and and Salah running at him, he's looking at uh Lekonga and going nope, nope, not giving the ball there, not doing that. <laughs> and and there's a reason for that it's because the understood when when the technical quality of our midfielders increases you're going to magically see abba be called the greatest uh making the greatest runs in the premier league you're going to magically start seeing sock and emil smith Rowe suddenly being creative and and creating more chances but it all starts With a technical a necessity for technical quality that happens in the middle. That's not just attitude. That's not just good attitude. That's been going along. I mean, quite frankly, Ainsley Maitland Niles has been our man of the match twice. And would he have made it into any team before this year? Uh,
1: Sutton. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, I agree. The drop in technical quality. And the fact that Liverpool, I think, has one of the most smothering exactly. presses in the world. They're they're fantastic at it. They they went out there and they did what they do well, and we weren't able to cope with it. And it's a yeah, combination we... of youth, technical quality, understanding of positioning, and all those things. But I, I guess coming away from today's game, I didn't look at it as poorly on Arsenal as much as mm-hmm. I did as positive on Liverpool that they're just you know as as good as advertised. Well, yeah, and, and
0: Arsenal kind of. I mean,
1: look, Arsenal buckled. Um, you know the. the, the
0: we have been prone to kind of hanging our heads and and you know and and losing focus when things get bad and that's something that that that, that certainly needs to be worked on uh we're going to bring in gavin uh gavin's back after a, a, a hiatus from being on the show so Gav, <laughs> welcome back good to see you buddy uh, can you hear me absolutely, absolutely.
3: Um, hello everybody <laughs> Gavin. Welcome hey. back, Gavin.
0: And and if anyone else wants to join in, there's uh there's time left. We're gonna we're gonna probably keep going until about what is it eight o'clock now? Probably till about 8.30 at longest um in uh, UK time. But uh, just go to GoonerOpenMike.com and join us like Aston and Gavin did. Um, Gavin, first question for you, and then we'll go to your thoughts. Jared mentioned you know he would have preferred to see tyranny play. My son. To his credit, although he won't come on the show today for whatever reason, I think his hair, you know, is, is all messed up. Um, he also said the same thing. He's a big, big, big Tierney fan. And, and, and whereas myself and, and really most of my Twitter timeline was strangely just OK with Nuno Tavaj uh, playing and keeping his spot after his recent play, even though Tierney presumably he was warming up the entirety of the Watford game. Uh, in the corner, right by where we were sitting, he looked perfectly healthy. He played for uh, for Scotland, um, you know. So, you know, I didn't hear an outrage about it before the game. I don't want to hear an outrage from people who didn't, you know, rage about it after the game simply because he had an absolute stinker. But, uh, Gab, what was your feeling about uh, uh, about that specific, you know, that, um, that specific area or the starting lineup in general?
3: Oh no, definitely. I I thought that Tavares. I don't know if I'm saying it properly, but anyway, that's not, not the point. But I thought he should have started as well because he's been playing so well. Um, and so if you're playing really well, why should you lose your place? It wouldn't have sent out a very good message, would it? Um, yeah. And so I think he's a perfectly good player, but he's young. And when he's playing against players like that, he's going to have a real hard time. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I mean, this yeah. was his
0: biggest test. This, this was by far his
3: biggest test, and, and yeah. I wouldn't
0: say he passed it. But
3: No, no, he didn't. No, but he won't come up against better players than that. So that will be a really good thing for his brain and his like mental strength. But if you're... Uh... Oh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I, you.
0: I, I still, have the bell. Yeah, you still have the bell. The only thing I'm upset about from this entire trip I just took was that I didn't bring the bell to the Tollington with me. Like, like...
3: <laughs> yeah. But um, I think a lot of those players would have learned a lot more by that happening, I think. I don't know. I might be wrong. But um, the, the first half, I thought they were actually really good. Um, and the second half, they just completely lost it. And I don't know how that happened. Um, but they're all really young. And we have to understand that, I think. So I'm so, not angry or upset. Not like Twitter at the moment. It's a nasty place to be at the moment. <laughs>
0: is it? because is it, is it, is, oh, right, because because jared i have a question for you and this question can only really be answered in about a month um, <laughs> but um, you know get your magic eight ball out um you know the tone of this show so far with the four of us and and we'll see uh we're, we're about to bring tanner in as well um to talk to to talk to him but the tone of this show so far has been um fairly forgiving fairly yeah i think so. Fairly like 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 if I could title this show so far based on the uh, the, <laughs> the forgiveness minutes, it would be like that sucked, but it was a learning experience. So you could say this is the nice kind of ex- you know ex- accepting failure type of uh, r- response, and I'm not going to make any apologies for it because my personal opinion is this is a learning experience. Now, the reason I said a month from now is because you know if we come out and have a U-turn. And show that we haven't learned anything, and and make this, you know, and Arteta has the same personnel decisions and so on. Then, then we're we're just going to look gullible and stupid and head in the sand. But um, it, it wouldn't be the first time for me. It's fine. <laughs> oh, no, in fact, it would be the first time for me if I actually get it right. Um, <laughs> but but I, you know, I do tend to to, to look. I mean, the, I I wish. And again, this is where I get accused of saying, you know, it's a good loss or something like that, which which, which well, was- well, let, let me let me jump in on that. I, I think it would have been 2-0 instead of 4-0, because then we really because you could never look at 4-0 and say, like, we'll learn from that. We'll get. better." No, I, no you're right. Product. You just can't. I, I, I mean, wonder- I mean. Y-
2: you, you say that, but I think that we can. First of all, we needed to make sure to remind that our younger players that were mortal. But thing number two, the thing that everybody's forgetting about is we didn't play a back five. We didn't play a back five, super negative, hoping to spring some traps on Liverpool. We played Liverpool as if we were equals, as if we were not afraid of them. And we did that with children, okay? Okay. So when we lose, it's going to happen. We're missing pieces here and there. What I what I like to see is the fact that Arteta and our team isn't afraid to play their brand of football. Yeah, because the last thing I wanted to see was us revert back to. Even though we beat Liverpool, I don't want to see that game again. If you guys remember, after that game, I was livid. I was livid because we played so incredibly negatively, and this is this for me. Shows ambition, shows intent, shows says to the rest of the Premier League, hey, listen, yo, we got walked by Liverpool, but we're we're coming for you, and that's why. And we weren't able to do a, a podcast for the last shows, but I mean, look at Watford. Watford is the first team I have seen in years come to the Emirates, absolutely afraid of us. And that's
1: yeah, they look a good pretty thing. good today though. So, yeah, yeah. So, they I mean. <laughs>
0: They, they, yeah, right. they're, yeah, they're they're still figuring out their identity because Everton and, and United are apparently patsies, but uh, but Liverpool and Arsenal <laughs> didn't go okay. so. um We're gonna we're gonna bring in Tanner. Um, the um, the difference between this four nil and the five nil against City. Now, now forget about the the personnel because we know that I think maybe four players on the pitch uh, starting against City were actually starting against Liverpool. Uh, but you know I just about jumped off the Arteta train after that because I thought he had lost the dressing room. I thought they didn't, they, they, they weren't willing to understand his, his, his mission, his, his tactics, and they were just kind of disinterested in keeping it close. I don't feel the same way today. So maybe, you know, again, maybe it's the eight to ten games that we've just gone unbeaten, depending on whether you include the cup.
3: Maybe Can I just say one thing? Um, this is uh, therapy for me because my wife is a Liverpool fan.
1: Mm-hmm. tell <laughs> hey do you oh, yeah. tell
2: her tell her that your manager can fight her manager and win
0: yeah, what was up with that all right let, let's i let's get tanner I on guy guy and, and that's, that's, I a good,
1: that's a good one to get everybody's opinion on i think cuz yeah, it was a pretty well, I, I say this point.
0: With utmost of respect uh, because I love this man but tanner um tanner doesn't shy away from a good fight hold on here we let go let me get this right <laughs> there we go um so start, and I know that you We're not going to end there, but start with 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 the with the uh, the handbags on the on the on the touchline of the pitch. Um. First of all, Klopp's going to beat the shit out of Mikel
4: Arteta. No, Understand what? that first and foremost.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, be, let's be realistic. Juergen Those yellow teeth are going right into that hair. Jurgen
4: Klopp will tie one hand behind his back and he will beat the ever-living snot out of Mikel Arteta. So that is that's the unbiased Arsenal opinion. Mikkel Arteta doesn't stand a chance. All right. That's that's I think that's that's
2: probably on track there. Arteta might lose, but his hair will stay perfect yet. Oh, his hair I will understand. stay absolutely
4: perfect. And that in itself is a win. <laughs> it's,
1: you, you only have to survive about the first five to eight seconds, however long it's going to take Gabrielle to run from his position <laughs> over there. <and> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the yeah,
4: right? Yeah. Exactly. exactly.
0: It'd be like Scruffy Klopp Cl- already has that face like Jack Nicholson in The Shining, so like, like, like <laughs> the dude could probably fight. Or, or at least scare you to where you don't even want to be in. But all right, so... Here's Jürgen! I'm, I'm, please screenshot that and send it to my dentist who hasn't seen me, you know, since now. Here's your again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So, Tanner, um, talk about the fight, talk about uh, Tavaj, uh, open mic. So, uh, it's about time you and I get back on the pod together. Yeah,
4: really. Um, How are you, by the way? Good to see you. Everybody, by the way, good to to see everybody. Aston, Jared, Gavin.
0: Twenty-four hours out from my booster shot, and I'm actually not feeling bad. So I'm, I'm yeah. a little surprised about that.
4: It, it, it. For me, it's a tale of two halves, and and it is. It has been the story of this club for five. I mean, we're we're talking probably half a baker's dozen years now. Um, it, it just it tale of two halves. First half, we're in it, right? We're toe to toe with them, and it's like Aston said. We lined up as though we were equals. We lined up as though we were equals second half we lined up as though we were equals we didn't play like we were first half it was absorb a little bit of the pressure try to hit him on the counter if in in possession let's 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 maintain the ball you know let's let's keep a hold of it let's make some good smart passes and see if we can find somebody in space to make a run bacayo saka has to become more clinical i don't know if I don't know where the disconnect is from the his international duty to club duty because he's a different player with England than he is with Arsenal. If yeah, that's if that's is. England, if that's England, that's well, if a good, Arsenal played G-
0: played San Marino. I think we would have seen a better because well, uh, <laughs>
4: yeah, you, yeah. But I, I mean, even even during, Euros, I, even during the Euros, even during the Euros, when he's playing good no, competition. I but I, I digress. First half, we're in it. We're, 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 we're hanging with them. We're punching above our weight. Second half, we came out to not lose 4 0. And guess what happened? We lost 4 0. And, and and that's just what it is. We came out in the second half like it, it literally was as though it's okay, flip off the switch here, fellas. We're 1 0 down. This one's done and dusted. Don't get embarrassed. And we got embarrassed. And this happens every time we go to Anfield. We either, whenever we start to play, At Anfield, to not get embarrassed, we get embarrassed. And that's the way this movie always ends. In in, in any sport, when you play in any sport to not get embarrassed, you're going to get embarrassed.
1: And that's what we did
4: in the second half. What's that, Jared?
1: Yeah, on the broadcast, I thought it was a great quote. I kind of noticed it at the time. Lee Dixon said, typically when you go to Anfield, you come out of it with what you deserve. And I think today yeah. the way we played the second half, that, that's true. I thought we came out of the first half relatively yeah. with what we deserved and likewise in the yep. second. It, yep. it, it's just um, a difficult I, place to play. I, I, I,
4: I'll be honest. The first half may be a little unlucky. Again, mm-hmm. Mikai Osaka had, had two chances to, to, to it, it at least get a shot on net and his indecisiveness, and he boots it into somebody's midsection. Yeah. He definitely you know waited I mean? too long
1: on the one where Van Dyke exactly, was covering him
4: exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, problems That's there. That's because
0: he was looking for Foden and, yeah. and, and didn't yeah. see him there and yeah. decided not to pass.
4: But, him, so. but the second half, man, and and I actually I talked to, to Ryan, um, right after the game was over. He called me from his honeymoon in Cabo, yeah, and yeah. I'm like, <laughs> the- I'm like, dude, what are you, you doing? He's like, oh, I'm drunk.
0: married, her. she's off the market. He's like,
4: I'm, I'm drunk, I just want to talk. I'm like, go talk to your wife. Yeah, numbs. not a good thing. They're literally they're literally a week into marriage, and he's like, "Man, I don't want to deal with this anymore."
0: T- Tanner Tanner got a text from Ryan two a.m. last night. You up? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I, I it it
4: just it it's it just it's so frustrating because you get a chance. Okay, you concede late in the first half. You get a chance to go into halftime and regroup. And it's like, okay, let's have a talk. what did we do well here? And let's build on that. And we did the it's it's like we did the exact opposite. What did we do wrong? And let's just try to not do it. Let's try to not do that again. And and it just, I mean, even, even Tavarish and and the, the the mistake he made for the second goal, it's like, okay, that's a that's a drastic error. We didn't get outplayed for that goal. Liverpool's first goal. Hey, the other team gets paid to play too, right? Chalk it up. It's, it's a hell of a ball in from TAA. Uh Sonny gets his head to it. it it's just, it's, it's the, the the suns and moons aligning all at once. Ball goes in the back of the net. What are you gonna do? You know? Um, but it at 2-0 down, and I even tweeted out, it's like I'm not, I'm not upset at the result. The result is not upsetting right now. But at that moment, I put that tweet out and I saw Ramsdale come out, scoop up the ball. And he's looking to start a break. And I got guys going like this. Hey, where are we going after dinner, fellas? Steak? Steak? Surf and turf, what are we doing? You're Chinese? I don't know. What are we doing here? What, you know? Like everybody's since looking since around. And everybody else. All the
0: players become capos for the mob. Yeah, right. Like, like, like when, the, <laughs> when did we sign Joe Pesci? <laughs> hey, am I, what am I, a clown to you? Am
4: I a clown? Yeah. What are you laughing? What am I, funny ha-ha to you? Well, Is that well, what well, I am, well, am I, funny ha-ha?
0: 4 nil. What, what, do I entertain you? <laughs> what,
4: what, do I entertain you? What, am I a clown?
0: I, th- I think Jared and Aston, though, are correct in that we fielded, like, nine Utes. <laughs> utes.
2: Well, well I, I, I was going to say, I, I I actually... What in the we, hell is a Ute? I actually vehemently disagree with what happened, at, what, the description of the second half. What I think that we don't give credit for is Liverpool is a team that won Champions League, right? So if they notice a problem on the field with the opposition team, they're going to target it. They're going oh, to target the fuck out of it. Notice that the before Tavares gave the goal away, Sambi Lakanga gave the ball away like three times in front of goal. Yep. And and it was yep. that, that – remember, um, we were actually hooking him. We were taking him off the field for, uh, for the second uh, – before the second goal went in. We just didn't have time to get him off the field. I think that the halftime talk was, hey, guys, Guys, you're playing nervous. Midfield, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Man up, trust each other. Let's go because our defenders were not trusting our midfielders. Well, we gave him a little Samby, a little bit of trust and he he ran the wrong way with it. And I think that that's just a that's just a nervous thing. I mean, I mean y, y, you've got Mo Salah running at you.
4: Yeah. Well, and and, 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 and to expound on that a, l- a little bit, I I agree, Aston. And I don't want to take away, as I said, the other team gets paid to play too. I think in the first half we stood up to them and we were willing to take a chance and we were willing to get beat. In the second half, like you said, they smelled blood in the water. Absolutely, 100%. And they were stormy. They were all over us. They were they were, they were, were a pack of jaws in the water, right? Um, but we just sat back and took it. You know what yeah. I mean? We didn't try to hit back. We were... It, through the first half of the fight we were we were throwing some jabs, right? Second half of the fight, we just kind of cowered up, ducked back into the corner, and just took every body blow that they threw out well and, and and is
0: that is is that a is that a change from doing that from the start? I, was, I mean, like are, is that progress or is it uh, like you said, a tale of two halves. Mikel Arteta has just said, I've seen the biggest teams in the world come here and collapse. They were better than us for ninety six minutes, and that's their level. They've been together for six years, and you can see that. Um, I think that's fair. There's
4: certainly truth to that. I mean, look, this. I think. I think we were a little. I I think ten games unbeaten is a little. It's just like the twenty-two game unbeaten with Unai Emery. It's a little misleading. Weird. Listen, at the end of the day, any good coach in any sport will tell you that no matter what you see in in your record, in your current run of form, what the media, you're never as good as you think you are. You're never as bad as everybody else tells you you are. Right, ten unbeaten. We're not that good yet. And this, hopefully, was a was a a a humbling. Okay, that these young players. Okay, oh wow. Okay, it's it's not a matter if we just show up and put on an Arsenal shirt and and we're gonna you know we're gonna go eleven unbeaten and then twelve and then thirteen. No, we,
0: you know, well, and and in that in that regard, I think it you know it is. I, I mean, you were never going to get that out of Liverpool, but it's it, it's a bit of a humbling. Right, but right. again, it can be a springboard. So, Gavin, um, you know, we, I've always said, and and, and no, I don't want to lose. Uh, oh, okay, um, <laughs> we've lost Gavin. Uh, I know his phone does cut out a lot, so uh, I, I I don't think he was mad at me for asking him a question. But uh, let's 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 say uh, Aston, um, we. I've always said that you know you can make top six and possibly even top four if you just beat the teams below you in the table, mm-hmm. even even if you're not going away to Chelsea and winning away to city and winning away to Liverpool and getting a point, whatever the case may be. and and you know to go from losing games to Burnley and to West Ham and to um, you know to Villa twice and and all of that to at least tucking those teams away to put it, to put it in a, in, in a, in a bell phrase, I'd like to become flat track bullies before I need to be going and, and taking points off of the three best teams possibly in the world right now, uh, which all play in the Premier League. And, and, and to me, that's what I, you know, I'd like to kind of maybe, maybe cheaply get back into Europe by beating the, you know, beating the teams we should beat. And I'm not so fussed with, losing away uh and and putting up a better fight and hopefully getting a point to the top five or six teams around us uh because you you'll get top five or top six for sure if you do that um you know i just don't want to lose four nil in all these games yeah
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah. i mean I, I i agree with you but it's just like the same thing so so does rewind again Let, let's go back 10 years to the banter era under wenger And remember what we used to always complain about, going to the big teams and losing, right? We'd lose to Chelsea, we'd lose to Liverpool. But what I always used to say back then is people, because of the loss, they make you lose your mind about the context of the situation. The context of the situation in those games usually is we had an injury, right? We had an injury, otherwise we'd, like, Ramsey was out, Cazorla was out, somebody was out, right? Well, today, Partey was out. He was on the field, but he was out. And it just goes to show you how fragile we still are. Like we got to remember, like you know, the the uh, those top four teams have benches that could start for us. So when we're trying to, when we're trying to, when you, what you're trying to say is, we need to make sure that we can beat the teams that we can match up against, which we all agree. And I think that we're doing that. I think that's why the first loss, the first loss of the season hit us so hard, was because we felt that we really should have won that. Now we've gone a long way to correct that. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater and remember, hey guys, we lost to Liverpool, but we also smashed Aston Villa, smashed Leicester, smashed Tottenham, all teams that, thought that think that they're better than us. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, you, you win some, you lose some. Some days your players are going to show up, some days they aren't. We, our goal by the end of our goal in the next few years is to have a team that's deep enough that when Partey goes on a, a Partey and La Conga go missing like that, we don't have to go grab, you know, um, Ainsley Maitland-Niles and maybe we'll put Colin Chambers in midfield or something like we don't have to think that way or El Nini or whatever like that and, and that's really and that's really what it's about unfortunately and I'm gonna say this and 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 listen I I love the guy I think he's a great midfielder I think he does a lot for us but guys like it, I, I placed the blame really squarely on Partey we had no leaders in the middle of the pitch and that's just that you know and we're not going to be able to take those like we're not going to be able to take on those higher teams until we have a Mo Salah in the front a Fabinho in the middle and a Van Dyke in the back right now we've got two of three
0: yeah I think our I think our back is set although our fullbacks look very shaky tonight um uh, but but that hasn't been the, the the history. But yeah, we've we've got to put it together in the midfield, and I just don't want Granite Jaka to be the answer to that.
2: I think I think what scares me, and this is going to go out to like, what do you guys think? What actually scares me about our fullbacks? I'm actually not too too worried about Tommy He's actually He actually does really good. What scares me underlying underlying Tavares' numbers is the same thing that scares me with Cedric. When Cedric first played, we all thought Cedric was going to be a breath of revelation because we all wanted to get rid of Bellerin. But underneath that, you had some of the worst pass completion in the team. And that's what I saw at the end of the game with Tavares, and that's my worry. Is I hope that he can clean that up. I, I don't know if you guys, is that, I don't know if that's something that they need to be worried about as a fullback, or, or I don't know. Maybe that's just me in my head, but that's what really worries me.
1: I, mean, I, it wasn't, I think he to understand situations better. I mean, leading to the to the goal that he gave up with obviously a terrible pass into the middle against Liverpool, which is never a, a good idea. He defended Mosala very well on that play, recovered the ball. And he just needs to know when to dial it back and when to push forward. Because if he controls that ball, makes a sensible pass, we retain possession. But he really tried to run out and, and do a little bit too much is probably, I guess, a good way of saying it in that sense. And then kind of found himself a little trapped and then under pressure, made a mistake. So he's got the talent to do that. You just have to know when to push forward and when to dial it back and kind of stay within yourself and just make the more sensible play. And I think that comes with maturity in game time and 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 hopefully he'll get there. But that was what stuck out to me is that leading up to that terrible pass, he actually made a very good defensive play to kind of keep Salah uh, to end their attack and recover the ball.
0: He did. I mean, he, he he's he's raw. I mean, th- this is what they said about him at Benfica. I mean, no one was saying, like, like Tomi Asu was more heralded from Bologna than Tavaj was from Benfica, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, Tavaj was known as kind of, a potentially mistake-prone, raw player that we picked up kind of to develop, not to, I mean, in in my mind, he wasn't the man to come in and supplant Tierney for the starting job. He was there for the inevitable injury from Tierney, which, in fact, we got, and Tavaj did a very good job against the teams that he came up against, which is the teams that were put in front of him but he, I mean he he wasn't supposed to be the finished product he was not supposed to be an 8 out of 10 he's just been playing like one the last few games and so you know again you, you take him from playing against whoever you know whoever you know the the right side attackers were on on Watford and and Villa and Palace and you know Leeds and or I don't he didn't play the Leeds game but um and and now you're putting him against Mosala so again i mean not to not to beat a dead horse but it's it's i mean I, I this was a shocker for him um you can in hindsight wonder whether tierney as average as he's been this season he tends not to make mistakes i don't think he would have passed the ball into the middle of the, de- the defense which my 10 year old you know son at the time learned not to do um and uh
2: you know it and, and, and it's I think it speaks even deeper to that because you said something earlier, Mike, you had mentioned that ESR wasn't on the ball at all this game. And I bet you if we look at Sambi Lakonga, he wasn't on the ball at all. But I bet you if we look at Saka, Saka was on the ball far more than ESR. Right. Yeah. And so, so maybe that speaks to something that there's something maybe going on there that's not quite right. Because I, I mean, uh, listen, uh, you know, the one, one, the one performance that I do herald today, as as far as like performances goes, I really actually commend Abba and Lacazette, and I think Abba ran his socks off, and they were terrified of him for like 45 minutes. He stretched them left and right. They couldn't live with him. So with all that space. Why wasn't ESR getting the ball? Because
0: well, their midfield denied us the ability to bring it through. I mean, that
2: we 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 lost the
0: midfield battle in the worst possible way. Yeah. It yeah. was he like, you possible. know, and again, going back to when my son played U 10, his his team was so good. They were, I mean, just the players on his team were so much more talented than most of the other players in their league that anytime you know one of our guys turned the ball over or you know, or the other team saved it and and punted it up the pitch. You, it wasn't a matter of if; it was a matter of when. One of our midfielders would just take the ball over and 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 push it. You know, and 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 we would then start again. I mean, it, there was never any worry that they were going to get into the final third, and that is kind of how it felt today. Except my son's team was Liverpool uh, in this in this situation, uh, not the other way around, and and um, and and so.
2: I you didn't know, know. I didn't
0: know Mo Salah p- played five on five. <laughs> well, you know that was Jake back when he was ten, and and uh, and and it didn't last. Mo Salah has been able to turn it into a little bit more of a successful career. But um, let's go to man of the match, and then we're going to go because there's a bunch of uh, post game shows on today that you got to watch. Uh, watch Tanner on his channel on the Beard Gooner Media. Watch uh, Sophie and Kev Campbell on uh, the Highbury Squad. Um, we've been on for just about an hour, and we were going to wrap it up here. Uh, we're going to bring in Rob at the end because I want to hear his man of the match, but unfortunately we don't really have time to go much further than that. Robbie, how are you doing?
3: Hey, how's it going, fellas? Thanks for having me on.
0: My well, boy, I missed you, man. We'll, uh, we will see each other very soon, I hope. Um, but we are, we are headed out. So uh, any just general comment about the game, about your feelings about it, and then your man of the match, Rob?
3: Well, could have done better. That's uh, my general feeling about it. Uh, <laughs> I know it doesn't say much, but I mean, we're we're getting there. Just a bump, you know, just a bump on the road today um, in terms of like the learning process.
0: What's up, so? What's up, so? Um, who would you say? I mean, I, I think this question almost answers itself. But but who was your man in the match today?
3: I mean, the only guy who could like stand up against the onslaught, and even then, he got. Uh, Pelted, but Ramsdale. I mean, you know, he's the only one to stand up. Uh, I've, I've against never this team, seen so. a goalie
0: have a better game when giving up four goals. Like, like he didn't give those it's, goals up. Like like you know, no, if 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 I didn't see a Villa game and I saw that they lost four nil, I would have been like, ah, Emmy, he sucks, he sucks. But like you know, it's not that simple because Ramsdale did not not a thing wrong today. Really, maybe you know, you could argue that that. That credible double save he made in the first half. He should have. He shouldn't have parried it back. But it was. You, you know, even that. I think uh, he was on top of it. So, best. Uh, who would you credit outside of Ramsdale as as your kind of field? Your your you know your from the ten on the pitch uh, as your man of the match. I mean, would you? Can you single out someone who you think played better than than everybody else?
2: I mean, I thought ESR was. He stayed cool. So, I mean, that that might be the only guy I would uh, nominate from our end. I mean, he did push the ball forward. He did. Uh, Second half a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I he, stay he,
0: cool when I don't move as well. <laughs> um, <but> now, <laughs> no, it was really a lack of opportunity. Jared, uh, you're your man of the match. And if it's if it's Ramsdale, who's your who's your vice man of the match?
1: It's odd that in a 4 0 loss, my thought immediately is on the back end of our team for a potential man of the match. If I had to pick one, I, I would take Ramsdale. Him aside, um, I thought Gabrielle played a pretty good game overall. He made a lot of good interventions, made some blocks, is always a, a good presence back there. And, you know, I don't think he. I, I thought he presented himself pretty well and played a nice game against a pretty inevitable attack. So I, I guess I would lean his direction, but not not a lot of good ones to pick from in the outfield. It's
0: fascinating. I mean, the, the, the defensive spine getting the two men of the match in a four nil loss. I mean, and I'm not arguing with you. I'm just saying, I mean, that, that, that's a unique kind of game, I guess. Uh, we will finish with, well, let, let me give mine and then we'll finish with you. I agree. Ramsdale is easily the man of the match. That game could have been seven or eight nil if it wasn't for him. And then we would have been having a very different conversation today. Um, But, uh, you know, as far as on the pitch uh, players, I would have to give it to uh, uh, to probably Lacazette um, almost by default. I mean, he he didn't really accomplish that much, but really nobody did uh, that that was out there. So I think he was kind of the 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 lesser of the evils out there in the uh, in the attacking six. Aston, finish this off
2: um outside of Ramsdale you know I, I kind of wanted to give it to white Gabrielle or Tamiasu I think it was really interesting that the very beginning of the game Sadio Mane tried Tamiyasu and then he's literally stopped it goes oh I'm gonna need another player for this. And I think that speaks like volumes to where we are that Liverpool literally had to reconsider how they were going to attack us because our defense was so tight. So I, I want to give it to um, either a white for keeping, for keeping the balls out of, um, on the other side of the pitch. But I also want to, uh, I also kind of want to big up like our fan base as if we're going, I want to big up our fan base and big up the players. Listen, just like our players didn't have a good game today, let's hope that ESR's head doesn't drop, Saka's head doesn't drop, our players don't drop, and the way that we can do that is to make sure that we as fans don't drop. Like we have been brilliant, we have been we've been cheering them on, and we knew that this was coming. We knew a big loss was coming, so now it's time. Just like it's time. For ESR and Saka and Abba and all of them to stand up and show us next week what they're made of. Let's come back and remember that we're still Arsenal. We still did win those ten games, whether we deserved it or not. And let's cheer like let's cheer like it was before the Liverpool game because they need it. They need us. I'll tell you.
0: Players. And I'll tell you what. And and you know, I, I'm far from the only one with recent experience on this, but I can tell you from from both home and away the last month or so. Uh, there's a lot of equity built up in this fan base uh, by this current team. The 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 players, the 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 fans that are going away, especially, but the fans that are in the stadium as well, they're not Twitter. I mean, there's some crossover, but it's not the Twitter fan base. And and there is an incredible amount of fan support behind this team right now, especially from the away supporters. I mean, Lester was, was brilliant, brilliant, being in the middle of that. I mean, the game couldn't have gone better. Where you see the support from the fans, uh, the away fans especially, is in a game like this. Um, You know, I've been at some away games where it started out brilliant, Palace, Monday Night Massacre a few years back. And then by the end of the game, it was toxic. But that was in the midst of of just a general just capitulation of our club overall uh under arson wenger in the late time you know theo walcott as captain saying we didn't want it as much as they did i mean the team was falling apart this team is coming together and the fans are, are putting their support behind the team you can feel it you can smell it um it smells amazing by the way and um and, and so i We'll speak to some people hopefully soon who were at the game today and find out what the atmosphere was like, whether it was a positive fan base. I mean, I, I couldn't hear it as much as, as I, I would imagine you guys have heard uh, through the the Leicester game. I could, you know, I heard the support from the start. I kind of wasn't paying attention to it by the end, but I think it'll I think it'll continue to be strong, and I do think that that makes a huge difference to this team. Because I agree, the, the I you are the more you need confidence, the more you need to feel like part of something. Um, The more experienced you are, you can just kind of separate all that. And we don't have that ability or experience yet.
1: That's true. And for a team with a bunch of young guys who coming off of a tough game need a bounce back, what better could we have than, you know, next weekend we're at home against, I believe now, bottom of the table, Newcastle. So there's a good opportunity to put in a strong performance for those guys to have a good bounce back game and sort of regain some. Some momentum it's, before it's going to make me nervous because it's, it's, it's a banana
0: skin. I mean, if if we don't yeah. put in a shift against them, then the knives are going to start to be shy, sharpened, and 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 maybe they should be. So I mean, look, let's let's just let's throw our chips on the table and look at Newcastle next week. We should destroy them. Mm-hmm. If we win one nil, I'll be fine. But we need to win that game. We need all three points from that game. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no reason why it shouldn't happen. And and if it doesn't, then I think we can start asking those same questions again. But not just exclusively because of what happened today in my opinion so Mm -hmm. um we're gonna head out uh thank you rob and aston and jared and and tanner and and um um gavin gavin uh, for joining us thanks to the chat yo-yo uh shane k lopez alexander ask who's always i mean his his name is perfect because he's always asking stuff like when did byron join the epl uh in answers to my comments about how the perhaps the three best teams in the world play in the Premier League. <laughs> um, you know, I'm very, uh, uh, uh England centric. Um, uh, Gavin was in the chat as well. Fraser Ogilvie, um, uh, uh, Joe, uh, Joe mama as well was in there and Matthew D'Souza. So, uh, thanks for joining us. We'll be back when we're back. Uh, we'll stay in touch with, uh, at the Gooners pod for announcements when we go live again. And, uh, Gooners versus cancer has completed. We're tabulating everything up and we're going to be doing that drawing. We'll be announcing it, but the drawing more than likely is going to be uh, in the last few days of November, the first couple of days of December. And uh, you're not going to want to miss it. Cause we've got some amazing prizes that we're going to pick out. And we did cross the $20,000 barrier again this year. We should end up somewhere between 21 and 22. So thank you to everybody uh, for your help on that and, uh, and stay tuned for more announcements. And uh, beyond that, great to see you guys. Hopefully we'll have a happier show next week. And come on, you gooners.